You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey! You having a good Monday? Oh my gosh, yes. It's a crazy Monday. These videos always make me so nervous. I just know I'm going to do something wrong. Girl, you just be you. You cannot mess that up. There's only <laughs> one world and you're fabulous. Oh, well, I've kicked many people off of a live video. So that's where my fear comes from. I don't know how I do it. I just always mess it up. Well, fun fact, this is actually my first Instagram live and first Instagram live like interview like this. So I'm excited, but I'm a little nervous too. So I feel you. Oh, yeah. And there, I, no, I like it. I think the energy is fun and people get to see who you are. And look, all those people hopping on. Hey, you guys. Yo, we won. So, How's it going? Yeah. Oh, my Let's goodness. do it. As you're hopping in, you need to let us know you're joining us. So just drop a comment. You can even share this live with your friends. Click the share button. But let Rachel and I know that you are joining us because that makes it so much more fun, right? It does. I love interacting. Rachel, if someone didn't know who you were, like, who is Rachel? I know we've shared your becoming story. You, I feel like you and me are like soul sisters. Um, but for those who maybe follow me or becomingme.cv, who are you? Oh, gosh. I am 41 years old, so I feel like there's a lot behind that question. So let's just start with I am a follower of Christ. I didn't come to Christ until I was 24 years old. Um, so literally lived over half my life without him. So I'm very on fire for Jesus Christ because I know what it's like to live without him. Um, I am a wife to Matt for 17 years, and we have two wonderful and rowdy boys, Henry, he's 12, and Milo is 11, and we homeschool, and I'm also a health and fitness coach, and so there's just a lot going on when you ask me how my day was going. It's crazy, but it's good crazy, so that's me. I'm so curious now, like, what does a day in the life of Rachel look like? <sighs> oh, I'm almost hesitant to share <laughs> But um, no, really, honestly, God has taught me a lot about time management and, you know, really with how to um, be where my feet are at. That's something I heard Christy Wright say years ago. And while I do juggle a lot of things, I juggle a lot of things really well, actually, almost too well. Um, I've really learned how to just kind of separate myself and be in the moment, you know, pull apart from one thing to do another and just really give my all, whether it's in my quiet time or my workout or when I'm schooling the boys, or if it's like when I'm mentoring somebody, 
my goal is to be really present. And sometimes that means that things don't get done. But I do commit probably a couple of hours to being present for my boys and the work that they do. They're pretty self-sufficient. But, you know, they still have questions and need help from mom. Um, and then I commit two to three hours a day to my business. And then everything else is just like feeding people, cleaning up after the dog, like, you know, all those things. So, yeah, it's it's madness, but it's it's awesome. Wow. I like literally, and I know I told you this when we filmed your Becoming story, but every time I get on social media yeah. and like, something you've posted or one of your stories, I can't help but smile and be so happy. Like you are one of the most positive forces on the internet and you just always challenge and encourage me to be who God made me to be. So I just love well, you. I'm doing it every day. So it's exciting to watch. Well, I'm glad we get to do this together and you know, I've yeah. been seeing friends hop in. Welcome um, to this Instagram live. We're going to dive into how to become resolute in 2022. And as we dive into this conversation, we really want to know that you're with us. So drop us a comment. Like where you're joining us from. I know I'm in Florida and Rachel, where are you? I'm in Mississippi. Woo. So our, okay. What's your right now? I got to know. What's what? Like, do you have snow? Is there snow where you are? We had snow last Monday, so we're in the very. The very northern part of Mississippi, so we do get snow. Sometimes it just doesn't stay very long. Sorry, this light is really weird. I think I'm going to make it. I can figure this out. I keep looking at the sun. I thought that was a good idea, and now it's not. It's I'm great. Moving. Come with me. I'm moving. This is the fun part of it. I you get to see it all in action. I love it. Right? We snow in Florida, so it is, uh, it's a little bit rainy, a little overcast, but it's still, you know, a nice warm 70 degrees. Uh, not too Nice. Bad. We were in Florida uh, before Christmas, so it was awesome. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I love it. Um, I'm one of your podcast subscribers. I love the Living on Mission podcast. And y'all, if you're not subscribed to Rachel's podcast, make sure after this Instagram live, you go subscribe. Um, but you're in a series right now on this word, resolute. And when I listened yes. to the episode, I really liked how you unpacked the word resol resolute versus even resolutions. So could yeah. you a little bit about the word and why you're using that word. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I think that most, I mean, I know I figure you can probably relate and I figure most of the people who are watching can relate, but I mean, like just in the comments, like if you're, if you're where you can type, don't as if you're driving, um, like tell me like how many times you've made a new year's resolution that you pooped out on in like three weeks into the new year. Right. Um, and so and I work with a lot of women who, who make resolutions and then they get so mad at themselves for, for getting off track or for falling off the wagon, whether it's in health and fitness or business or relationships, it doesn't matter really, but we make these resolutions, but we're not actually resolute. And when I say resolute, that means like being absolutely 100% committed to the goal, right? And that doesn't mean you're perfect. That doesn't mean you fall, fall, don't ever fall off track. It doesn't mean that, you know, hardships come and you, you get sidetracked. No, but like even when that happens, if we're women who are resolute, then we are 
going to chase down that goal or that new behavior or that habit or whatever it is, regardless of what happens. And to me, I just feel like there's nothing wrong with New Year's resolutions. If you set a New Year's resolution, that's great. I think it's important to have goals. I think it's, you know, God made us goal getters. He didn't make us just to stay the same every single year from day to day, right? He, he created us to, to love a challenge and to go after a goal. I mean, look at Paul. Paul was like, Daniel. I mean, like all these people in the Bible who were like, okay, I'm committing to this and this is why, and I'm going to stick with it, right? And so my, my motivation actually came from homeschooling because we've been studying root words with the boys. And so like, I've kind of been thinking in that mindset. And, you know, whenever I was thinking about New Year's resolutions, I was like, resolute is the root word of that word. I've never, ever even thought about that. And so I looked it up in the dictionary and let me tell you what it means. I had to write it down. Um, to be resolute means ab admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering. Ooh. And so, like, that really challenged me. All those years that I set those New Year's resolutions, I didn't commit to that in an unwavering mindset. I thought, oh, it's time to make a New Year's resolution. What could I do? What do I want to do if, you know, like if I was perfect and I could make anything happen? And so I think when we become resolute instead, we really mm -hmm. dig into why do I want to do this? What am I willing to give up to make it happen? And what am I going to do when it gets hard and I'm, I really struggle because it's always going to happen. And so that's really the focus of this series I'm doing on my podcast because I want to empower women, not just to set goals, but to be women of our word who actually follow through with what we say we want to do and why we say we want to do it. I love that. And I resonate with it so much because you're a hundred percent right. Like when we step into a new year, I feel like there's this magical sense around December 31st to January 1st, where anything is possible and we have all the mm -hmm all the goals, but we don't really think about, oh, on January 10th, I don't really maybe feel like eating salad again today. Like, yeah, great. And, and we can lose those resolutions because we haven't set out to be resolute. Like it's yeah. more semantics. I love just the posture. Um, yeah. So if somebody was like, they're tuning in with us um, or they're listening to this later and they're like, man, I want to be like a resolute warrior. I don't want to just have these resolutions for the year. I want 2022 to be different. Like, how do you even be resolute? What are some of the things that you would adopt into yourself to be that person? I love that question. And it's really cool that you asked that today because my podcast that, I, that went out today on Monday, um, it's actually about business. It's about being resolute in your business or your work. But these same four principles apply to anything, right? So obviously, you know, you've always heard like your why should make you cry. But really and truly, like before you set a goal or resolution or whatever it is, you're turning over a new leaf, whatever, why? Why? Like if you want to lose 10 pounds or give up sugar this year or whatever, that's great. But like, why? Why? How will your life look different if you do that? Because if you're just doing it because it sounds good or you're like, yeah, I'd like to be 10 pounds lighter or 20 pounds lighter or whatever. That's great. I want you to be healthier and stronger too. But why? Like, will you be able to chase your kids? Um, will you be able to get off of a medicine that you don't like to take? Will you feel more confident with your husband? Um, will you be a better coach? I'm a health and fitness coach. I know that when I'm taking care of myself, I'm a better leader. I'm a better business owner, right? So knowing why. And then secondly, 
what actions are you actually going to have to take? Because I think that's where we, we, we kind of miss the mark. Like, I'm going to set this goal. I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to like buy my whatever Weight Watchers meals or whatever. But then you're like, oh, I actually have to eat the food. Like I have to actually eat the food that, that fuels my body more than not, right? I have to actually like find a new route to go to work so I don't drive past that donut shop. Or, you know, I actually have to go to the gym five days a week if I'm going to build muscle, right? So like it's, it's again, it's easy to set the goals, set the resolutions, but actually like sit down and map out what is it going to take? What actions is it going to take for me to get there, okay? And then number three, like what are you gonna have to give up? This is the hard one. <laughs> this, is, this is the one where people probably are going to start dropping off. Like what, what are you going to have to actually sacrifice in order to be resolute, to stay committed to that goal? Maybe it's that you drink water at a party while everybody else is down in glasses of wine. Maybe it's that you say no to the popcorn while everybody else is stuffing their face in a movie. Maybe it's that you actually have to like give up binge watching friends so you can go to bed earlier to get up and go to the gym the next morning. There is sacrifice involved in change. And I think that is really where we miss the mark. And then, so then the last one is just, how are you going to react when it gets hard? How are you going to react when it gets hard? That I think probably is just the, the final piece that holds resolute all together. It's being prepared for when the hard days come, being prepared for when nobody notices that you've lost weight and you just want to quit or being prepared for when maybe you, you binge eat the, the sleeve of cookie dough at night because you're tired and stressed out and the kids won't sleep. Right. And that just feels good in the moment, like being prepared to get up the next day and say, okay, I got off track, but I'm going to continue to go down this road that I committed to. Again, I just, I just hear God saying over and over, we must be women of our word. You know, my, my word, you know, how we do a word for, for the year. Uh, my word is build. And actually, I actually have it right up here above my head. It's build. And it's based on Proverbs 14, 1 that says, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands, right? And so I want to be that woman who commits to something, to something good, who commits to something good that, you know, God leads me to. And actually, I follow through and I build it with my words, with my actions, with, with my sacrifices, you know, with my prayers, instead of being that woman who tears it down. Cause get, listen, I have been that woman who has torn things down over and over and over in my own life. And it's not a cool place to be. It's not a fun place to be, but because of that, I get to share this with you today. So whatever vicious cycle you have found yourself in, um, in committing to resolutions or goals or whatever, if you keep failing, God can use that for good. He can use that for good. So don't give up. Don't lose heart. Okay. Oh, that is so good. You know, Rachel, are you familiar with the book Atomic Habits by James Clear? Sister, it's one of my favorite books. Like I tell all of my coaches and my clients to read it. Like when you were just like unpacking those steps for us, I kept thinking about how every action we take is a vote for who we're becoming. Yes. Yeah. I love it. And habit stacking. I love habit yeah. stacking. It's just like, I'm such a nerd. Oh, yeah. Okay. Guys, we just had a moment over this book. Y'all got to go order the book after you subscribe to the Living on Mission podcast. But I yeah. love because you and you, you hit it so clearly. Like if you just set out to lose weight, but you don't have your defined why, 
Like it's not going to be sticky enough for you on the day. It's hard on the challenging day. And so how James Clear even coaches is like, you got to start with that why. So if you want to be a person who is enjoying life with your grandkids and you can go hang out with them, like start there. And now what do we do to become yeah. that person? Yeah. Uh, like, I just, I love the concept. It, it really transforms me. For sure. He has this image. And now that you say it, it's all coming back to me, because I did reread it recently. But he says, so often when we set these goals, we try to change what we do first, but we have to change who we become before we can change what we do. Yeah. You know, like, and that's, that is, that is really good. And it is the same concept. You know, you have to know why you're going, it's, with, it's worth sticking with and why you're going to be a different person this year instead of like, what are you going to do to change? You have to change you before you actually change your actions. That's what he says. It's this pretty little circle. We should share it. <laughs> change you before you can actions. Yeah. yeah. And this is why I love resolute versus resolutions because it's about who you are and who you're becoming, not the thing mm -hmm. you're doing. Like, yeah. that's, not about the weight it's not about the book you write it's not about the career it's not about the thing it's about who you're becoming along yeah, yeah. So look becoming me oh that was perfect that was i perfect. love it <laughs> the last point that you equipped us with too and even being prepared for the tough days um you know recently i heard this story of a man who came across the cocoon of a butterfly and he's just sitting watching this cocoon and he saw a little hole emerge and he saw the butterfly trying to make its way through the hole, kept going, kept going until it just stopped and the butterfly looked like it was stuck. So the man's like, oh, I'm going to help the butterfly. I'm going to help it emerge from this cocoon so it can fly away. So he takes a pair of scissors and snips off the remainder of the cocoon. So the butterfly emerges pretty easily. It has a really swollen body and shriveled wings. And the man didn't think anything of it sits he's watching waiting for this butterfly to just fly away but it never does mm -hmm. butterfly was never able to fly because what the man didn't understand was that the constraint of the cocoon was actually god's design to force the fluid from the butterfly's body into its wings yeah. preparing it to fly and so the butterfly literally had to go through the struggle to become who it was designed to be yeah. And so when you talk about the hard days and preparing ourselves for them, like for me, one of the things that helps me on my becoming journey is viewing the hard days and the struggle as an opportunity to become like, yeah. it's not something that's happening to me or at me, but it really can be this gift that if I choose to go through it, it can make me stronger. Yeah. To fly. And yeah. so like when somebody's getting to that hard day, cause we can't really always forecast them. We can't anticipate always what the challenge, what the cocoon is going to be in our life. So when someone comes across that really challenging moment, what are some ways, Rachel, that help you journey through it and not try to take a shortcut, not give up, um, not quit, but just keep going? Okay. Something that you said made me think of a verse that I read this morning. Um, I'm in Job, which, you know, normally we're like, Oh, Job, you know, it's so depressing, but, um, it's really like, you know, when you were describing the cocoon, like that's God's design, that's God's design, that point, the, the, the constraint points back to the creator. Right. And so I think about that in my own story. And when I say, 
your struggles, your hardships, your strongholds can be used for good. Like I look back on my life and I don't think me struggling with binge eating honestly was something God made happen. I think it's a result of sin and a result of my own humanity, but um, going through that struggle made me stronger because it forced me back to him. Um, and I don't even know if I can look up this, if I'm in the right chapter, but something, you can go look at my stories from this morning. There was a verse that, that Job said to his friends. And he was like, basically, no matter what, I'm still going to look to God. I'm still going to wait on him. He's still going to be my redeemer and my savior, right? He didn't say it in those words exactly, but he was like, no matter what. I mean, Job was resolute in the fact that I'm enduring suffering, but you can't convince me that my God is not real and that he doesn't love me, right? And so I think that on those days where things are hard, shift your focus. Instead of saying, this is too hard, I can't do it, I'm going to give up. Instead, say, this is hard, so I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to, instead of, like, you know, Wendy speak, we're doing that 40-day sugar fast. She says, put your battle on a cake stand in your kitchen so that when you see that and you're tempted to binge eat on whatever you know is not good for you, like, feast on his word instead of feasting on what this world has to offer. And so, like, use those struggles, those hard days. Anticipate them so that you can prepare your heart, so you can guard your heart against, you know, temptation, and that you can, you know, saturate your home and your heart and just wherever with scripture so that you remember, instead of giving up on the hard days, I'm going to give it to God and let him take control and be the one who can help me because I can't help myself. Oh, I love how you worded that too. Like just giving it to God that that's the key right there for sure. Um, yeah. You mentioned a sugar fest. So tell me a little yeah. bit about what you're up to, what you're doing um, on the health side of things. Cause I also love the philosophy, like another Rachel side note, guys, if you're not subscribed to her email list, go subscribe. I read all your emails and I get so excited. Aww. So basically y'all need to subscribe to her podcast and her email list. Okay. Philip. <laughs> What are you watching with the Come show? On. Okay, so back in the fall, I felt really convicted and very led to give up sugar and alcohol. Let's say limit it severely because I did enjoy a few things at the holidays. And uh, but I just, I'll be honest. Forty-one years old, I've been a, I've been a uh, follower of Christ for almost twenty years. Like I've never prayed and fasted, like not biblically prayed and fasted. And so. Um, God led me there this last year and oh my gosh, it transformed my faith. Like it, it had, it is transforming my faith. And so I was like, I got to tell people about this. Like I got to like help people, but come to find out Wendy speak wrote this amazing daily devotional called 40 day sugar fast. And I've read it twice. Um, I've done it with some of my clients a couple of times, just in a small group, but this time I'm doing it with in a larger group. And so we are reading through 40 day sugar fast and obviously 40 is a biblical number. Um, but, uh, oh my gosh, I could share all the books with you today. I have too many books, but I've also just read more about fasting, prayer and fasting. And so, um, you know, it is a, it's kind of a touchy subject, you know, do you talk about it? Do you pray? you know, fast in private until no one. Um, but there are very many examples in the Bible of corporate fasting, corporate fasting, changing situations and cultures and hearts and people. Um, and so 
I just felt led to ask my clients if they wanted to go through this 40 day sugar fast with me. Some are giving up sugar and alcohol, some are, some are giving up shopping, some are giving up different things. I just really encourage them to let it be spirit led. And so for 40 days, we're going to go through this fast and yeah, some of them might lose weight. I might lose weight. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. That's not the goal, but it's really the goal to give something that that is good, that is a gift from the Lord. Give it to him so that he can speak into those. Sorry, my, my phone is dying, um, where he can speak into those places that maybe we filled with those things before. And so, like I said this morning, I am so expectant. Like, I am so expectant about what God is going to do and the hearts of these women. And it may never come. I may never know what he does on this side of heaven. I may never know what happens in their own life. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know God moves when we give things to him and ask him to come and fill those spaces instead. So that's what that is about. If you don't follow Wendy speak, you should follow her. Um, she's, she leads this sugar fast every year and it's just read the book, like read the book for sure. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. And it also yeah. sounds like a foundational piece for being resolute. Like the whole thing mm -hmm. that we're even now earlier, you mentioned like you have to give up things and yeah. I love the, like the heart posture of this sugar fast that you're leading your clients and other people through in that you're giving up something that's good. It's not a bad thing. Um, but what you replace it with is that like, God, show me, awaken me to what you're building to use even your word in my life. Um, and I just, I love the heart of that because the only way to really be resolute, become resolute is at the feet of Jesus and like letting him transform that in and through you. Yeah. yeah. And it's so individual. I have to say this. I have to say this because it's just heavy on my heart. It's so individual. Like I said to somebody at church yesterday, like we've become so dependent on reading devotions or reading what other people say God's word says that we don't know how to listen to the Holy Spirit, like for ourselves. And that is what fasting is. That is what fasting is, is saying, God, I want to hear from you more. I want to hear from you more and from the world less. Right. And so that I, that's why I'm so excited and I'm so prayerful and I'm so expectant. And you know, like you don't have to be doing this 40 day sugar fast with us to start doing that for yourself. Like I started on my own and then I had an accountability buddy that I prayed with every day. I still pray with her every day. Um, and so like, just, you know, like I, I think episode 17 of my podcast is about fasting. Um, go listen to that. See if God is leading you in that direction. Emily, if God's women, men too, children, teenagers, whatever, get serious. And I, the word radical keeps popping into my head this year but if we get radical about living for him what what could change in our world like we are not radical about living for him but what if we were and so that's I mean, that's kind of where my heart and this whole resolute thing is coming from it's just welling up all these words inside of me this year so I'm excited about it I love it this makes me think even of your becoming story that we've going into this year because I remember you you talking about how we read all these other devotionals or follow influencers and we try to see what God is telling other people but you mm -hmm. gotta thing to you um and so you know, another question I want to ask you and y'all can go watch you know Rachel's entire becoming story to learn more about that but in this topic this vein of becoming resolute how does someone become resolute in their faith and in, in getting to know God? Like that, what you talked about, getting to know God for you, not through mom, mm -hmm. not through yeah. pastor, 
through Rachel or Emily, but for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you are a follower of Christ and if you're not, like that's the first step, giving your heart and mind and soul over to him, accepting Christ as Savior and Lord. Um, my phone is wanting to die. I'm sorry. So I'm, this is the devil. I'm going to push through this. Okay. Um, accepting Christ as Savior and Lord as the, the only sacrifice for your sins and your promise for eternity. That starts there. If, when you do that, the Bible tells us we receive the Holy Spirit. We receive spiritual gifts. We receive things from the Lord in order to give back to him, right? And so the only way to learn and to grow and to mature is to be in his word. And yes, Bible studies are fantastic. Devotions are fantastic. Emily's, Emily's podcast and my podcast, they're all good things, but we've taken, you know, what God is telling us and done something with it. And the only way you know what, where God is leading you or how to be resolute or how to stand firm in your faith is to get in his word. And so I, I am very passionate about that. You know, read through the Bible, listen to the Bible recap, follow a Bible reading plan, get a Bible reading plan Bible. It doesn't matter. Just start and get in his word. Don't let the overwhelm stop you because the Holy Spirit will speak to you if you get quiet and you ask God to show you your sins, and you repent, and you're in his word every single day, it's going to become clearer and clearer and clearer. And you'll just, you'll just know, like, you'll just know. Love it. I love it so much. Like, and this has been such a fun conversation on how to become resolute. And yeah. the conversation continues on your podcast. Like you're in the middle yeah. of a series, yeah. unpacking this. And Y'all, like, if you want to keep even diving deeper into what it means to be resolute, go follow the Living on Mission podcast, connect with Rachel. Um, this is just the beginning of that conversation. Um, is there anything else that you would want to add to today's live, Rachel? I'll warn you, next week is about marriage, so that's going to be really interesting. Ooh, that <laughs> really interesting. Trust me, I'm not Let's perfect. Go. Our marriage is not perfect, so this will be fun. Uh, but, yeah, no, I just, I, I hope that you hear I hope that you hear God speak through me and not just me. I don't, I don't ever want anyone to follow me. I want you to follow him. And I know Emily does too. And that's what, I, that's all of us. What our mission is about is pointing you back to Christ. So dive in deep into his word, um, get to know him better. Let him speak to you, you know, more clearly through his word. That's where it all starts. And I just pray that that 2022, is this 2022? I get my years mixed up. Yeah, 2022 um, is, is the year that your relationship with Christ just grows and grows and grows. Oh, I love it. And I loved this first ever Instagram Live interview with you. So much fun. Thank you for joining me today. And thanks for equipping us with how to become resolute. I love you, warrior friend. See you later. I love you too. Bye. Yes, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.